Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Welcome to our Supernatural Friday podcast, our favorite podcast of the week. Pastor Tim Garskatnir, Christian Center Shreveport. We love these days of telling supernatural stories. And today we have a miracle. The story you heard in the news recently of the two hostages rescued in Gaza and how our Lord helped in this endeavor. All right, let's listen in. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome. So glad you joined with us today here on our Supernatural Friday podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast this week. It's the first day of March 2024. Wow, we're already in the third month of the Gregorian calendar, and now we'll be heading probably in a week or so into Adar 2, and then we'll head into the beginning of the new biblical year on the um, biblical schedule of first months. All right, we're looking forward to that. Well, today we found a story about the rescue of the two hostages they got down in Rafa down south, which was really an amazing miracle. Now, uh, this is a testimony of soldiers, and they're not believers in Messiah, at least not yet. Let's believe, as you listen to this story, that they believe God helped them, and the prayers helped them do this rescue of their friends, and not one of them was harmed. Let's listen to the story, and let's be a part of praying for their salvation in this hour. This operation ends with close to 100 terrorists from Kusaila, a rain of fire opening up on you, and not even one injured. And the most important captives are returning home safely. This is a miracle creator of the world and professionalism, and lots and lots of watching over our friends from above. After a long period of preparation, there is a green light. This is crucial. And once you get the green light, you're immediately starting the countdown, eagerly anticipating the launch of the fighters into the field. From the moment we arrived on the scene, we had a fairly lengthy head start, and it was extremely, extremely calm and professional in the direction of home. We suggest releasing live hostages from one of the most dangerous places in the Strip. We receive the approval, jump on the tools, and commence the work. And in the moment that, defining for them the tipping point from our perspective, the most significant point in this operation, fighters coming to the door, the moment they reach quiet door without disturbing surroundings, you know at least 70% of operation currently depends on you. The dilemma of executing the operation is complex. Endangering fighters, it was significant. For the past two months, We've been working on an operational plan for the house, but every time we had to change it and fine-tune it because a new update came in every time. Oh. Wait, you know that you're the one who's gonna break into the mansion and catch the kidnappers first? Yes. Injured hand, gold exit to trash. 
Take me seriously to this precise moment when you are already present inside the house, standing right at the door, and give the command to act without any hesitation or delay. Signaling a group of a thousand individuals to break in, A detonates the door, and right after that, we swiftly enter to conduct a thorough scan of the entire building. We are encountering terrorists at a rapid pace. You were merely the initial individual to reach the door, having arrived before anyone else. Every person in our group was aware of the precise location where he was concealing himself. Furthermore, it is a fact that there existed an extremely powerful resistance on the exterior. Determine the identity of the kidnappers. Time flies by rapidly. We successfully managed to get both of them to a safe place, actually on the balcony of the building structure. In case you happen to stumble upon the way to the hand, you will end up missing out on the deal, you know? And in operations like these, it is either one or zero. It is either a win or a loss. There is no middle ground. Unable to. After multiple failed IDF attempts to free captives from the strip, this time the Shabak established a fact. Only the SGT and the unit leader have a good explanation for that. There's a connection here that's really hard to understand. As they say, we're fighting shoulder to shoulder, even though they're intelligence guys, we're men of action. This thing has the ability to come together from the start of planning all the way through to the conclusion of the battle. Me? I believe that during the operation and on the day of the operation itself, all individuals were feeling extremely confident and highly satisfied with both the mission and its successful outcome. And here all the fighters gathered to express themselves. If it is about handling the resistance that originated from the periphery and eliminating all the terrorists who posed a threat to the forces and with great professionalism from the Air Force, it provides us with extremely significant assistance in distances that are considered to be very short. It could be the shortest distances that have ever been supported by a large number of ground forces. We have encountered face-to-face -face situations many times. First time I personally experienced such a conflict where there are individuals held captive in the midst and we need to undertake a rescue operation to save them. As Shlomo mentioned, things went as planned overall. We infiltrated the building, encountered terrorists, and effectively saved the hostages according to the plan. From the moment we were on the balcony and a strong fire broke out, we could truly say that Louis and Fernando are in a safe condition. The force commenced moving on the axis. The force is currently maneuvering across the designated area of operation. Fernando and Luis had no idea on the night of February 12th that these would be their last moments for Hamas after 129 days. What is the message they convey to you? It's important that they're quite impressive at this stage, but their management and cooperativeness the way they handled things in my eyes is simply inspiring and amazing. On our legs. They followed everything we said, they took action. There's another fighter there who's trying to throw some sentences in Spanish to calm down a bit. The situation is very clear, and I have a complete understanding of the circumstances at hand. 
We thought we could handle an event here that we need to extract them even in a pinch or certainly invest a lot of effort in it. In the end they exited, similar to all the other combatants, while standing upright. Praise to them. Since 1.49 a.m. it's all history. To wrap it up, I gotta ask you for real on the most personal level there is. This operation ends with close to 100 terrorists from Kusaila, a rain of fire opening up on you, and not even one injured. And the most important captives are returning home safely. This is a miracle, creator of the world and professionalism, and lots and lots of watching over our friends from above. This is my viewpoint. We received ample assistance. The most skilled fighters that this unit possessed, who fell in the month of October, Agree completely. Despite the success in the operation to release the two hostages this week, the Yemam fighters are not resting and are moving towards the next operation, which may be just as significant and dramatic. If given the chance, I'll ask for another promotion. I'm fully committed to it and ready to seize the opportunity. We have a mission, in my opinion, and a commitment to bring everyone back. Ensuring the safe return of all is our national duty. And if required, we will be there whenever it is deemed necessary. All right. I, wow. What, what an incredible story, huh? I thought this story went perfectly with our podcast yesterday about pressure to promotion. As these guys, you know, they pushed in uh, no matter what, even at the cost of their lives. They, they didn't quit, and they pursued until they had victory. And to me, that's the beauty of servanthood. You trust the Lord in the midst of it. And again, as I said in the beginning here, we want to believe that these encounters where they see, and they should not have made it that way, that God intervene they call him Hashem or Adonai whatever name they use we know we're talking about the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob and they walked through that in that battle I imagine when they got back they had to give thanks to him and as they did then may the Messiah their Messiah their Jewish Messiah Yeshua Hamashiach Jesus their Messiah visit them at least in spirit in some form may the the believers that are among their platoons and their groups have the, the joy of leading their friends to salvation. If we're just going to have military victories and no salvations, I'm not saying it's a waste, but it, it's limited in its victory because, yes, it continues the covenant promise of God over the land. I get that. That's a big part. But I want to see souls saved. I want to see our Jewish brothers and sisters, the older brother in the story of the prodigal, come home and uh, serve him with all, not really come home, but to give their lives fully, not to be uh, discouraged that other Gentiles and other groups are coming to salvation, that, that they would just not feel left out, but they'd feel like, thank you, God, for allowing me to experience what it's like to have your great love. That's my passion. Now, as these soldiers went in, they're professionals, obviously. You know, they go into these battles. 
And I love the beauty of the testimony there at the end where the guy said, I'll do it again. I mean, you're putting your life on the line. There's no way us normal people can comprehend the exhilaration, the endorphins, all the physical battles that they go through. But one thing we can say, the battle has produced the pressure, I should say, the pressure produced promotions. It promoted them where they're supposed to be and walking in what they're supposed to be walking in. That's that proven character and the testing of their faith of trusting with their leaders, trusting what they were doing produced per- perseverance, which causes their character to be mature enough. And that obedience of, of doing what's asked of them gave them promotion in that, that place. And that's the beauty of that story. And I thought it was appropriate. You know, when you look at scripture uh, of these appointments that God puts you in, or these divine um, encounters God puts you in, it's not just so that you'll have a testimony, but you'll have the character transformation that will be a testament and a testimony to everyone. I, I, I always use this as an example. I want, when I fly a plane, to know that pilot's been in some tough situations. I would hate to think I'm sitting there with a pilot who's gray-haired and he's never been in a difficult situation. Because it could happen at any time. And, you know, he's got 300 lives behind him sometimes, sometimes more, depending on the size of the plane. And you want them to be able to say that they had their character tested and it proved to be good in order to carry out a safe task for everybody else. How much more in the kingdom do you want to engage somebody in the kingdom that has been through something in order they can produce a wisdom and a revelation? to all of us, and capture a victory. In this story, as we read, which is the, the recapture, or the gathering of lost hostages, their friends, what, what greater love can you have that you lay down your life for your friend? That's what he's doing. And I believe in this hour, that testimony is a picture of probably what we're going to have to do in the days ahead. We're going to have to rescue people. I've had dreams of us rescuing people from governments who were capturing and persecuting Christians. Now, I'd never think that would ever happen in America, and maybe not here, but I believe it can happen. And I believe God wouldn't show me that, lest it, it is coming our way. And so it's going to produce a harvest in us. And so today, just take this story, and, and let's continue to pray for Israel. I had my Israel update, but I just felt like this tagged really well with uh, pressure leads to promotion. And may these guys be promoted, but also may all of us be promoted in our purpose in the kingdom for a time such as this. Father, I thank you for everybody listening today. It's listened all week. They're just so encouraging to me that people want to fight this fight in order that you would win the victory. Lord, we don't need humans promotion. We need yours. Humans may be used, but we want your promotion through the pressure we're under right now. God, strengthen us as our we ask us, Lord, ask you, Lord, to show us your ways so that we what may find favor in your sight. God, in the name of Yeshua, you amen and amen. Well, Shabbat Shalom. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening each and every day here on our daily podcast here from Christian Center of Shreveport. We're so glad you're with us. 
Remind you that our All at School of Ministry is now taking applications for the fall semester 2024. If you're interested in being a full-time school of ministry, contact us at allofsm.org or .com. And you can uh, find all the information about it. We do practicality. We don't just teach you in a class, but we let you practice that. You can check that out. Don't forget your giving. You can go to our website, our app, and do that as well. We're so thankful for your sowing into this ministry today. We love each and every one of you. All right, come back tomorrow.